Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another BYN Breakdown episode. My name's Eric. I'm Travis Chappell's producer. One of the things that comes up quite a bit with people that I talk to doing podcast coaching is... Uh, when should I start booking those big name guests? Like the the question comes up, you know, I don't want to book them when I'm not prepared. Should I be booking them from day one of starting the show? Like trying to reach out, set up those appointments. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, when I start my show, should I launch with those? Cause then I feel like I'm just throwing them out when I have no listeners. Like I, I kind of know where I feel about it. What do you, what do you think about that? Like when is a good time to start reaching out to those, those big name guests? Yeah, really immediately uh, with the caveat that, as long as you have your process and systems dialed in. So uh, I'll give you an example. When I first started my show, I wanted to bring this guy on Patrick bet David, uh, who is even more popular now. Um, when I had him on the first time, he only had like three or 400,000 subscribers to his YouTube channel. I want to say he's over 2 million now, uh, definitely over 1 million. Uh, but it, it was rising in popularity and he was a nine figure entrepreneur in addition to his YouTube channel. And I wanted to bring him on my show and so I reached out, he said, yes, I got him on. But what I mean by systems and processes done is that 
I, at the time I was living like on the outskirts of town. And so our internet wasn't very good. We had satellite internet. And so for my, my podcast interviews, we bought these little Verizon jetpacks that I would hook up to, to do my interviews on because that was a better connection than our stupid satellite internet was. And, uh, I jumped on the interview with Patrick, but what happened was I was not an experienced enough host at the time to like demand presence on my show, meaning that I I wasn't a strong enough host to like tell people this is what's happening, especially if it was somebody who I perceived to be like at this level um, when I was down here, you know, so he jumped on and I had never done any video interviews because of the lack of bandwidth that we had with our internet connection. So Pat jumps on, he comes from YouTube, not podcasting. So he just assumes we're doing a video interview and I'm not a good enough host to say, Hey, we're only doing audio only because of my internet connection. So we start into the interview and what happened was there was lag when I would, when I would speak into the microphone, I would hear myself in my headphones, like a half a second after I was talking. And I don't know if you've ever had that happen, but it is insanely, it makes talking and having a conversation so much more difficult than it should be. And so what I ended up doing is I, I have like one headphone off of my ear, one headphone on my ear. Cause I got to hear what he's saying still, no. you know, so I got this headphone on so I can hear what he's saying, but I have it off on this ear so that I can hear myself talking into the microphone instead of focusing on the freaking echo that I'm hearing of myself in the headphones. And it just made for a really bad experience and a bad interview altogether. And I actually ended up apologizing and saying like, Hey, I'm sorry. Cause I, I felt like it just was not that good. I don't know if he felt that way or not, but it felt like it, it felt like that for me. No. And, uh, so I, I looked at it as like a wasted opportunity. Now, luckily it didn't end up affecting my relationship with him. I had flew out to his office like a year after that and, and did a, um, kind of like a part two, but in person at his studio. And it was a much better um, experience. And I was lucky that he gave me a second shot at it, but but yeah, so I, I would say that as long as you're not in that kind of a situation, then start reaching out to those big name guests right now. You know, um, it doesn't, doesn't really matter in terms of the order that you release them in. Uh, it's just good to get it started sooner rather than later. The, the, the sooner that you can build credibility and authority and authority in, in the thing that is that you do or the thing that you talk about, you know, the better over like all around. Right, right. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really good opportunity. And that's what I was kinda of explaining to someone the other day is that having those big names on can be the thing that propels you to get the next you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, right. it's it's starting with you right. know, always say credibility first. Like it's starting out with like a lot of firepower yeah. early on. Especially when you're starting from scratch. Yeah. You know, like if you kind of already have an audience and a brand and people know who you are, that's just a little it's a little bit different. Maybe you want to get you know, your bearings first. Maybe you want to get some feedback on the show first. Maybe like you don't have to worry about it as much, but we're starting from scratch. Like I was like, nobody cares what you have to say until you give them a reason to care about what you have to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like you either got to accomplish something crazy big in your life or you have to bring on people who have, you know? And so for me, the easier and better path was just bringing on people who have. And then I got so good at that, that that became my thing that that became like my accomplishment. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, well, I'm not, I'm not accomplished enough to like garner an audience for no reason. So let me just go get people who are. And then that became the thing that I became known for because I was just, I got good at finding amazing people to ask good questions to who could provide, you know, excellent content for the show. Yeah. Well, initially everybody's coming to your show to hear your guests. Like right. that's, exactly. that's all you have at the beginning and people stay for you. Like right. that's, that's what I noticed with my show is that early on, like 
people would literally complain if I talked too much. They'd be like, oh, we want to hear this guest. Or we want right. to hear what they had to say. And then it started flipping as I started sharing more and people got familiar with who I was. The conversation was like, what do you think about this? Right. Or like, what do you have to say about this? And so it kind of progressed that way. But initially what helped the show grow was the guests. Like it was just a level of guest or guest with a certain type of yeah. story that really, really powered the show. Um, so what, when do you, I mean, obviously you never know when you're ready, like, cause you're, you're never going to be ready. No matter, no matter what, a hundred episodes in, you're going to look back and go like, what was I doing? Like right. I've learned a lot since right. then. When can someone know they're ready to, to do that reach out and say like, okay, I've got a little bit under my belt. I'm ready to, to make this reach out and make this contact. Yeah. You ready for this? Whenever you feel like it, <laughs> like, I don't think there's a rule of thumb, man. It just depends on who you are as a person and how comfortable you are behind the mic and how comfortable you are asking questions. You know, like again, if you're, if you're starting from scratch from scratch, it might be a little bit more difficult for you to get comfortable with that, but maybe you've just started your podcast, but you did broadcasting for a decade before that. That's going to be different. You know, it's the answer is, is that there's no one answer. The thing that I would say is that don't put it off too long. Cause I know people that have been putting it off for years, literally years. Like uh, when I first got into podcasting, I met a couple people that had been doing it for years longer than I was doing it at the time I'd just started. And so they're, they're still doing it to this day. And they're still in the same spot that they were four years ago when I first met them because they keep putting it off. Like, well, I only want to have this connection when I have this thing that to add to the conversation or when I have this piece of value or when I have this giant thing that's going to happen in my life. And it's like, okay, but when is that going to happen? You know, like don't put it off too much. Uh, and some of it's going to be fear is really what it is. And sometimes you just got to push through fear and get to the other side of it and realize that it's not that big of a deal. Like I think, I think when you realize that something's not that big of a deal, it gives you a little bit more confidence to just give it a shot. Like when you realize that it's not that big of a deal, if this person says no, it's just not that big of a deal. You know, like I can come back later. I can come back in a year from now. I come back in two years from now. I come back in five years from now. Like it's not that big of a deal that they're saying no. Most of the time it's not, it's not a, it's not a, I'll never do your show. It's just a no, because you don't have enough listeners. You don't have enough ratings. Your show's not good enough. Your artwork sucks. Whatever the reason that they're telling you no, it just isn't not yet. It just means like, oh, you got to improve, try a little bit harder, come back in a little bit later. You know what I mean? Just, just try it out. Cause you don't like, you don't, you don't know what, you don't know when you're going to be ready. And, uh, and at the end of the day, you're probably going to be surprised by the people who say yes when that, when they do. That's, I was always a big thing for me. I, for some reason, I just always reached out to the highest level people that I could. And it would shock me sometimes that people would say yes. And I was like, oh, are, are you sure? <laughs> you know, like, are you sure you want to come on my show? Um, but, you know, so I, I would say that most people don't, most people aren't reaching out too soon. I think most people are reaching out too late. And I think that's, a, that's an issue. Right. So don't don't have it in your head that you have to wait to become this like billionaire expert to be able to ask people to come on your show, you know, just come at it from the right position. Don't fake it till you make it where you're telling people you're this crazy big expert. And then they yeah. find out that you're not. Cause that's annoying. You know, like I've had people reach out to me even and you know, well, you know, our show gets uh, 180,000 downloads and it's like, does it get 180,000 down? Like the way that you're presenting it to me makes it seem like you get this every month. In fact, on your website, it says 180,000 monthly downloads. But then I go to your RSS feed and Apple podcasts and I see two ratings. So you're telling me that 180,000 people every month listen to your show. 
but two of them have ever rated it. Like, come on, man. Like you're just faking it, you know? So that makes me not trust you at all and never want to do business with you. You know what I mean? So don't present yourself in a way that's that way. Just be honest and frank about the position that you're in. You don't have to highlight the negatives. You know, you don't have to be like, yeah, we only get 32 downloads, but I'd still love to have you. You don't have to talk about the negatives. Talk about the positives. We launched and hit the top charts. That's a big positive. Great. You don't have to talk about your downloads. You have to talk about your ratings. Talk about the things that are really good about it and ask them to come on from a position of like humility and gratitude. And I'd like I said, I think you'd be surprised with the results. Yeah. That's the cool thing about podcasting. I always tell people it's like, no one can see your downloads. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. You can choose whether or not you bring that up. Right. Know? And so like, again, don't ever lie about it, but you can bring up a lot of things that give you credibility. <laughs> they're not going to, right. They're not going to find it in their research is what you're saying. You know what I yeah. mean? Like if I, if I have a YouTube channel, I'm like, Hey, you want to come on my YouTube channel? Right. You can go to my YouTube channel and be like, Oh, you have X amount of subscribers. You can go to my Instagram. Oh, you have X amount of followers. You get X amount of likes. You get X amount of comments, whatever. Podcasting, like nobody knows. You know, that's one of the cool things about it is it's like, that's why it's a perfect foot in the door. Cause as long as you, as long as you do it well, meaning that like you have, you know, pretty good, like pretty well-designed artwork, you have some decent ratings and reviews, your content is solid. You know what I mean? Like that's really the only thing that people can tell that makes it good or not good, you know? So use that to your advantage and create good content, prepare properly, interview, ask good questions. And it's going to, you know, it's going to pile up. It's going to compound over time. Just don't be afraid to go in for the ask, you know, like there's no skin off your teeth to at least ask if you're, if you don't ask, then you're in the same, like you're in the same position regardless of if you don't ask or if you do ask and you get told no, right? Like there's only positives that can come from asking. You you don't want to ask too much of too many people and you get labeled as a taker. There's obviously a difference there, but after solidifying yourself as a giver, it's okay to ask for something. And then it's okay to understand that, you know what, if they say no, I'm not going to get it. But if I don't ask, I'm for sure not going to get it because they're not going to offer unless I ask, you know what I mean? Like, I think having that basic understanding of like, you know what, most people aren't going to ask me if they can come on my show, especially when I'm starting out. So I have to ask them at some point if I want them to come on, you know, and and I'm never going to know the answer unless I just ask. And it's definitely going to be a no if I don't. So I think understanding that will kind of help people get started in the right direction. So, or you can do uh, the easy thing and go to Guestio, which if you're not familiar with that, it's a software uh, that my team and I put together recently um, where you can go book people directly for your podcast. And some of those people are paid guests. So some of these super high level people that are impossible to get a hold of, they're on Guestio. You can go book them for a couple hundred bucks and know that you're going to get an interview with them. So just for those of you that are listening to this episode, because we love our podcast listeners, the Build Your Network is where everything that I have in my life has started. And so everybody that listens to the show, I just want to tell you, I deeply, deeply, truly appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. And so something that we're going to do for everybody listening right now, if you are listening, go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode, okay? Upload it to your Instagram story, tag me at Travis Chapel. And tag Guestio. So tag at Travis Chapel and tag at Guestio app, which is G U E S T, like guest, I O app, Guestio app on Instagram. So upload your Instagram story, tag at Travis Chapel, tag at Guestio app. And for everybody who does that, we're going to send you 
$10 in Guestio cash into your Guestio account so that you can actually use that toward booking any of these high-level guests that you want to book on the site. So we're giving you free cash that you can spend it on Guestio. So if you're listening right now, upload this to your Instagram story, tag at Travis Chapel, tag at Guestio app, and uh, and we'll shoot you we'll shoot you 10 bucks to, uh, to spend on buying some interviews on Guestio. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to TravisChapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.